Here's a prediction for you. Aaron Rodgers comes back to the Packers and we win 18 more Super Bowls. Welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. At least, like, can the Bears still stuck just so we can have some consistency here? Grassi, and today we're going to be breaking down and predicting the records for every team in the NFC North. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have Thielen was right about Lambo. Yeah, M- Mrs. Thielen, his wife, she said that she liked it. Then we have Mr. Pig, and finally we have I, Tom Grassi, believe and endorse the idea that Aaron Rodgers should go to the Denver Broncos to make fun of them for being so lame. Got him. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Costanza11, Xavier Steiner, Andy Gill, and Ron Frederick. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, if you want a really, really in-depth video of me going through every single game for the Green Bay Packers, you can check out that video on the channel. Put that out on Wednesday. And the Green Bay Packers, I predicted them to go around 11-6. and Now, instead of going through every single game and excruciating detail, which this would have been like a 35-minute video, what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to present you the schedules of each of these teams see where I see there's going to be like a most likely losses see which games could go either way split the difference kind of give you what their best potential schedule could be what their ceiling is and take a look at what I think they'll wind up averaging out good let's do it now starting off with the Detroit Lions gonna be gnawing on some kneecaps this year the Lions uh (laughs) good god they have a rough schedule uh, their first three games right out of the gate are the 49ers, the Packers, and the Ravens. So, yeah, that's uh, that's not so great. Yeah, if the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, this is most likely going to start with an 0-3. But here's where I see the Lions running into some potential problems here. The 49ers, the Packers, the Ravens, the Rams, the Steelers, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the Packers again. So right off the bat... I see them probably losing nine games. And that's without even like the 50-50s or the ones that could go either way. So yeah, I know a lot of people are predicting the Lions are going to have the first overall pick next year. I don't think they'll be that bad, but it is a team definitely that is rebuilding. Some of the games that could go either way, you have the Bears, the Vikings twice, then you have the Bengals, the Rams, the Eagles, the Broncos, the Falcons. And be completely honest, depending on how that defense looks, I know that they really kind of got that defensive line uh, invested in during the draft. And of course, also getting Sewell deciding to protect Jared Goff. I'm just concerned about what that secondary looked like last year. They also had some corners leave. And on top of that, on the offensive side, I don't know who they're going to throw the ball to. I know they got him on Ross St. Brown. And of course, you got TJ Hawkinson. But missing Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones is going to hurt a little bit. You could have DeAndre Swift, who hopefully is going to take that next step for Detroit. So I basically said if we took all of those games here and we had the eight games that could kind of go either way, we'd basically split it and say they win four of them. That gives them a record of about four and 13. 
So I think the best they could do is around eight and nine, and they're averaging around four and 13, but it could be worse. It could be worse. Sorry. Then heading over to the Chicago Bears. This is an interesting team this year. Of course, trading the farm to go and get their franchise QB in Justin Fields, who I imagine is not going to be the immediate starter. It's most likely going to be their QB1, Andy Dalton, and then they'll wind up pulling him, you know, at some point during the season. But even with all of that, they did invest in the offensive line, which I think was a brilliant move, especially with a guy like Tevin Jenkins. So I really, really like that for them. A lot of this is going to come down to how is Matt Nagy going to perform? Is he going to still call plays and they're going to be utter garbage? Are you going to remember about David Montgomery, who, again, shows that he can handle a workload, and if he's actually behind a decent offensive line, could probably do really, really well. You have Allen Robinson for at least one more year, and of course, you know, there are some weapons on the offensive side of the ball. You look at the defense, while they did lose a guy like Kyle Fuller, which is going to hurt, that defense is still pretty darn good. Now, I will say, you know, Justin Fields, rookie QB, I think it's going to take some time. If I'm the Bears, I wait as long as humanly possible to actually start him. However, with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, one, they don't always do the most intelligent thing, and two, their jobs might be on the line. I know we've been saying that for like three years, so they might want to push that and make him develop a whole lot faster and just throw him right into the fire. Taking a look at the games I think that they are most likely going to lose, you have the Rams, you have the Browns, you have the Buccaneers, the 49ers, the Steelers. You could also see them lose to the Seahawks, and then the Packers, they'll potentially split with. That could go either way, though the Packers have had the Bears numbers while Matt LeFleur has been the head coach. So looking at that, I would think that one of their best records would look like a 10-7 and record, which I think if you're a Bears fan, you are all about that. And then looking about where it's going to average if you're splitting these games, they would finish with around an 8-9 and record. If we were basically taking those games like the Lions, the Raiders, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Vikings... The Ravens, those ones, if we just said, all right, you know, let's take half of them and put them on the loss column, put half of them on the win column, it'd be around an eight and nine record, depending on if they split with the Packers or they wind up just losing both of those games. So I think the Bears definitely could be a playoff contending team. It's just going to be a matter of what can that offense do. Then moving on to the purple incarnation of Satan, you got the Minnesota Vikings, a, a sleeper. I would say for a few people and that offense is mm, that's potent. And now they finally decided to invest in an offensive line. Oh boy. Could the Vikings actually be good this year after failing to make the playoffs last year? They could be question marks. Definitely on that defense. While I know they had like 18 third round picks and they decided to basically address a whole bunch of different positions. There are still some question marks because that defense was really, really bad last year. They had an exodus of talent and, yeah, let's just let's just say that things really weren't so great for that defense. Where I see them definitely losing games, I see them losing to the Browns, I see them losing to the Ravens, the 49ers most likely, and the Packers and Rams. I think that they're going to wind up splitting with the Packers, but that'd be about five games, so I think that their ceiling would honestly be about a 12-5 and five record just because of how good that offense could be with Thielen. Of course, you have Justin Jefferson, then throw on top of that, you have Dalvin Cook now actually being able to run behind an offensive line. Ooh, that could look pretty darn good. Now, you do have Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball, so that could always go any which way. And then looking at some of these games where I think could go either way, you have the Cardinals game, the Seahawks. They could potentially lose to the Lions. Uh, you have the Panthers. The Cowboys could go either way. The Chargers, of course, the Packers, the Steelers, and even the Bears. So 
At worst, I'm looking at slash their average would be another around eight and nine, but I tend to give the Vikings a little bit of a leg up over the Bears just because I think that that offense really put together a nice season, even though they didn't have a whole lot going on. If that defense improves just a little bit, they'll be in pretty good shape. So I think all in all that the Vikings should have a winning record this year. But if they somehow mess that up, I am not going to complain whatsoever. And then if you wanted the too long, didn't watch version of the Packers schedule video I did, it's a decent possibility that they lose to the following teams. You have the 49ers who are going to be really tough, the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Rams, and of course you have the Ravens and the Browns, which are just back to back, which is not going to be fun. So yeah, I think the Packers are still favorites as long as they have Aaron Rodgers in the division. That defense should be taking another step if Joe Barry turns out to be pretty darn good, but they have elite talent over on that defensive side of the ball. That offense with what they had last year, were able to go to the NFC Championship game and had the number one scoring offense. So yeah, I still believe in the Green Bay Packers. Of course, it's just going to be a matter of who's going to be throwing the ball. So with that, if I had to put a ranking here, I still put the Packers at number one, Vikings at number two, Bears at number three, and then the Lions coming in with the number four spot. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You think the Bears are going to be able to like com quickly compete this season? Do you think the Lions are going to do better than a lot of people are predicting? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!